Welcome to the Category 3 Podcast. I am here with my good friend, Meet. How are you doing, Meet? Hey, I'm doing good. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm doing really well. Uh, I am here. Uh, I'm happy to be here on Category 3 Podcast and talk about... Police story. Police story. Going, Heck yeah. Going back to the well for the second time for Jackie Chan, if you remember right. We yes. uh, went uh, and did Snake and Eagle Shadow. With uh, Inyaki, which is very, very early, Jackie Chan. Like that's, that's true. That's very, very early. And so this is uh, seven years later. Uh, that film was 1978. This is 85. Yeah. Uh, going forward in Hong Kong film industry. This is right in the golden era of Hong Kong. We actually recently watched a couple golden era Hong Kong films. We watched Royal Warriors, which is 86. And that was Police a fun Story. movie to watch. Yeah, yeah. That's some early Michelle Yeoh. It's cool to see like both of these actors who are still around, Michelle Yeoh, Yuki right. Sonata, as well as Jackie Chan. Although, I think Jackie Chan, this is peak Jackie Chan, and, and Jackie Chan has certainly declined. We saw him in that Pierce Brosnan movie a couple of years ago, which is fun, but you know, it's not exactly like he's uh, the same as like 32-year-old Jackie Chan like he is here. Uh, he is, yeah, he, he's definitely declined, although I am... Consistently impressed with the stunts he gets to do, does in even in the Pierce Brosnan movie, right? Like, but um, yeah, going back yeah. and and watching the young police story or Snake in the Eagle Shadow or The Legend of Drunken Master, Jackie Chan is the is is just the peak fun that right, you can right, have right. with Jackie Chan. Yeah, yeah. He might still be winning his senior division, but he's in the senior <laughs> division now uh, with yeah. Sylvester Stallone and, oh, and those other guys. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Police Story, uh, which you just pulled up some uh, trivia here. And uh, because they broke so much glass in it, also called Glass Story, uh, which I love because they do break a lot of glass. They, like, yeah. I was really surprised. They just, like, I was like, wow, they have a really big glass-breaking budget, and that's literally how I thought about it, because yeah. by the end of it, in the mall, they just go nuts, yeah, yeah. Uh, breaking every, shattering every single uh, different store uh, glass walls that they have in the mall. Yeah, they, they do not hold back. They I don't, mean, they don't. Yeah, supposedly this is a film written uh, with kind of like a set of different objects and stuff to base it off of in mind, and then they wrote the story around it. So the story was constructed in a very... Uh, sort of unconventional way, but there's so much glass broken in this film. It's almost like uh, uh, Jackie Chan had his like last day at the construction company, and they're like, "All right, <laughs> you got ten thousand dollars to spend," and it's like, "What do you want?" He's like, "I'll take all glass, <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna break it all in Police Story," because uh, that's what it feels like in in different parts of this film. Um, that's funny. Okay, so. Uh, yeah, perceptions. Let's, let's talk a little bit about this film. Uh, very well acclaimed at the time. Uh, I think Jackie Chan considers this one of his favorite films. Uh, in the fifth Hong Kong Film Awards, it won Best Picture as well as Best Action Choreography. No surprise there. Yeah, it's it's insane. Like the amount of real stunts that go in this movie is pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, Jackie Chan. Uh, um, famously you know broke a bunch of bones obviously dislocated 
his pelvis got electrocuted. I think his like something like his fingertips got burned or something along those lines. This is yeah, while he's doing while the he's doing the yeah. pole and the and like the electric wires keep also breaking as he's going through uh, going going down in that mall. Uh, so pretty yeah. insane uh, kinds of stunts, right? Yeah, and. I, uh, I'm sure we'll get into that last stunt, but it's like, yeah. ordinarily when you show the same stunt like three or four different times, which they do in this film to finish yes. it, it kind of comes off kind of cheap. But in this case, I forgive it <laughs> because the stunt is still so oh, yeah. amazing. It is. Uh, it's it, very intense. It's, yeah. And they, yeah, they, they not surprisingly made sure to film it from many different angles and get it in the one time that he does it, right? And, right, right. Uh, you don't you don't want to film a stunt like that over and over again. Um, apparently, he fell on some part of uh, he, he he falls down and falls on something that causes him to dislocate his pelvis. Um, so he dislocated his pelvis during that stunt. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I and also like hurt his L seven L eight vertebra. Uh, yeah okay. i mean i also did something similar where i hurt my l2 vertebra yeah. you know i was just taking a shower and <laughs> fell <laughs> and uh come on man no you were jumping down two stories you weren't doing like the full mall like jackie chan but you're jumping down fire pole there we right? go yeah that's what i was doing i mean you know i was also filming my own movies and uh, <laughs> doing my own stunts how, how many vertebrae did you break or um, I one confirmed and one speculated supposedly. Okay, but yeah, yeah, uh, I, I'm back to normal now. I'm okay. happy to say after uh, two months of uh, bed rest and a month of physical therapy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, Better than ever. Ready, ready to dislocate my pelvis next. <laughs> ready to break the other six vertebra. There we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, this film tremendously successful at the time. Uh, grossed an estimated 18.7 million U.S. dollars, um, as is the case of a lot of Hong Kong films around this time, very mm -hmm. much intended for export to overseas Chinese audiences, uh, and especially Taiwan, Malaysia, uh, as well as the U.S., um, exported to other uh, kind of Asian markets too, like Japan. Um, mm -hmm. So I think uh, pretty successful overall, but kind of split across all those different uh, different places. Uh, so really successful film. Uh, where do you put this film in sort of like uh, the Jackie Chan pantheon? Because like we've had a lot of different eras of Jackie Chan. I'll just talk a little bit while you can think about that question mm -hmm. of like where it sits as far as the Jackie Chan rankings go. We have like the really early Jackie Chan stuff like Drunken Master, Snake in an Eagle Shadow, where he's kind of doing what was popular at the time. With right. more of like the period drama, yeah, yeah, exactly about yeah. like different styles. Like that one's like Snake. That's very much an old school. Uh, kung fu film with a bit of comedy mixed in compared to some of the early Shaw Brothers stuff like Venoms which are more humorless um, and mm -hmm. then he sort of moves into this other era where he does a lot of films that are set in like contemporary times stuff like Police Story uh, Saga and stuff like that uh, right. yeah a bunch of other films during this time and then he did his America period where uh, yeah. probably probably the most famous films are Rush Hour I'm guessing but a whole lot of films uh, a lot of buddy comedies and stuff like that uh yeah w w how do you place this film i think some of the most movies that i have or some of the movies that i have watched over and over again for jackie chan are probably like the the armor of god series where he's oh, out, like hunting okay. for treasure and those were like heavily 
played in India, and uh, oh, I feel wow. like okay. like when I watched Police Story, I really felt like this was the beginning of like a period where he obviously like Police Story in itself is amazing, but like he perfects this um, balance of humor and seriousness that he gets it just right in in Armor of God. So like. For me, I'm very nostalgic and like I, I love the Armor of God series a whole bunch because it's it's not super serious and it's it's funny and like it balances out and like he has like two or three different female characters that he plays the humor off of and, and, and you know, while continuing to do his adventure or action stuff. Uh, whereas here, like I think I think like by the by the set third half of or last third of the movie it gets super serious and like you know it's very this is also very similar to like the 90s indian movies that we had where hmm. where like there's a good hum good amount of humor but then like the plot suddenly turns and like the the main hero is the is like seen in the negative light within the movie and he has to prove himself and like get out of the bind interesting and so okay. Um, I really like it and, and, and it really stands out. Uh, but I think like for me, like armor of God and, and American movies are more fun mm -hmm. because they have a lot more humor. Interesting. I, I never I, get full tilt serious, I guess. Okay. I didn't know that those, uh, films had so much play in India. I feel like in America, the ones people always mention are, um, uh, the New York one Bronx tale, I think, uh, or whatever, uh, Oh, I haven't seen Jackie that one. Chan. That's yeah. another thing is like Jackie Chan has done so many movies and I feel like I've seen them, but I when when I actually sit down to watch them, I, I realize that I haven't or seen, seen them like or I've YouTube seen like fight or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or I've, I've caught like literally the end, like the the scene in, in Police Story where like the the last jump is something that I've seen several times, but I hadn't actually seen the whole film until we watched it together. Right, right, right. I mean, you, you're spot on. This film does change tonally, as is the case of a lot of yeah. uh, Hong Kong film just in general, uh, where it kind of, uh, it, it sort of has that, like, mood swings, so to speak, where it gets yeah. very deadly serious at one point where he yeah. takes uh, the police captain, Raymond, hostage, basically, That's right. uh, in order to get out. Uh, so interesting for me this is uh my favorite jackie chan just because it has the best action in my opinion uh yes. he's younger he moves better i think he's allowed to do stuff in a way i mean obviously his fingerprints are all over this film because yeah. he wrote it directed sung the freaking song in it started right. it, of course uh did all the action choreography it's done right. by his stunt team so very much uh kind of a product of him so this is my personal uh favorite jackie chan uh, sort of pantheon film uh, not that I dislike his later stuff like Rush Hour or his earlier stuff, but for me, I, I like the kind of combination of those things together. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, like, you really see him let loose, and then, like, even... I, I, I can just imagine the number of stunt guys also got injured would be crazy, like, for the kind of stunts that he pulls through, right? And, like, I'm sure the team is fully behind him. Because he himself like puts him in himself in, in, in so much danger. Right, right. That I would be surprised that the the whole team and whole crew wasn't with him. Right, right. right. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, 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 you're right. I, I, I missed the point about like in traditional sense and and also like creativity. Like this is some of the best peak Jackie Chan that we we get.
Right, right. And I, I totally agree with that. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, I feel like he is very much unleashed here in a way that he is not in his uh, American films. Oh, I mean, for sure. And yeah. yeah. Like, you, you definitely get a lot of um, sort of very choreographed, but also, um, like, safe stunts that, that they do, right? Or, like, the... Safe. The, yeah. <laughs> like in American movies, I mean, right? Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's a lot of like, they're they're big in the sense that like, oh, yes, they're like hanging off of the Eiffel Tower or something, but then you you pretty much know that they're like hooked on with some kind of uh, some kind of wiring, so they're safe and stuff. Right, right. right. So, and then these yeah, days it's just like, all CG too. So or yeah, a yeah. lot of times. Yeah. So but, we yeah. don't know how much practical effects there are plus the fact of the matter is that like chan by the time he came to america was more in his 40s and yeah. 50s so yeah. uh slowing down a little bit as an athlete and here for me i just love the speed and the rhythm and this is true of yes. royal warriors as well it's just like i like the uh, pacing of the fights how it's just like uh just yeah just quick and punchy and it feels like it really really hurts like everyone yeah. And uh, one thing I, I do notice, especially on Royal Warriors, a little bit more than this film, but also true on this film, is like uh, the female characters, they get tossed around too. I mean, they're yeah. treated like men in, in many ways, where it's yeah. like Bridget Lynn, who plays Selena Fong in this film. Yep. She gets, she's getting like tossed around. She's very much a participant in the fight. They're yeah. like tossing her. Uh, she's fighting back. Uh, it's, it's, so it's, it's very much kind of like that brawl feel. And I like how uh, they don't treat the woman with um, kitty gloves. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, is Bridget Lynn the the actress who pay, plays his girlfriend? Uh, no, not the oh, girlfriend. The the, uh, the person. In the uh, yeah. Well, what's so, the right way to put it? <laughs> she's more of an antagonist, or on the side of the antagonist, but but not quite right. She ends yeah, up yeah. becoming the 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 informant. Yeah, informant. There but, we go. But, yeah, it takes a little bit to get yeah. out of there. Yeah. Even even the girl uh, actress who plays his girlfriend ends up getting tossed around a little bit. So. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, Maggie Chung, who... I mean, these roles are not probably the best showings of Bridget Lin and Maggie Chung, both of whom would become pretty significant leading uh, actors uh, in their own right, and especially in the 90s. Uh, but uh, here, they're, they're mainly, uh, you know, uh, playing partner for Jackie Chan. Uh, right. To go back real fast to the stunts too, it's like uh, another thing that I feel like really these films uh, during this era really accomplished too is like this, he has his own stunt team here that's literally cr uh, uh, credited as Jackie Chan's stunt team. And so oh, wow. it's like to do those stunts that he's doing and like to have kind of the trust in like the people we were working with, it very much like dance. Uh, it's like because right. they're like relying on people to throw them the right way and to hit them in the right way so they're not hurting them. It's like we think about all the glass that gets broken in like kind of mm -hmm. that scene where they ambush them uh, outside of uh, Selena's apartment or of course in the mall finale. It's like the amount of coordination between the, t the different performers is really, really quite uh, extraordinary. Right. Right. Like there's no, it, it doesn't feel like these... Uh... Marvel Disney movies where like you can't even see the punch right like they literally cut out the impact part and then um, Show you the the next scene is like them pulling back uh, this These are full sequences where you see the punch go through or you see them fall out of the window of the bus when he hit when the guy hits the brake and like you feel the full impact of the action 
uh, and the intensity that you feel is is very real. Exactly. Really yeah, yeah, real. yeah, yeah. Uh, to to go on to that uh, that bus stunt where they stop and people fall out. Yeah. Supposedly they were trying to get it to stop, and then they were supposed to fall on the car, uh, and they had like pads set up. Uh, but because the bus had a different sort of brake, uh, they uh, they braked in a way they didn't expect, and so they're they actually like sooner. hitting the the ground there, unpadded, oh and it was not what they expected. Okay, uh, so it's uh, you know it. it <laughs> they so there are some casualties there. There's definitely right. uh, some uh, vertebra being shooken up. Oh my uh, gosh! Yeah, uh, for for some of those poor uh, stunt people, but some, yeah, right. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so. Uh, I mean, I kind of have some loose notes on this. We watched this yep. a few weeks ago, so yeah. it's not the freshest in our uh, memory, unfortunately. Absolutely. But we do have, uh, there's a lot that's really memorable about this film. I mean, of course, the three set pieces, uh, especially the beginning and the end, I think are worth talking about on their yeah. own. Yeah. Um, but if you have anything you want to bring up, uh, to feel free. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I thought it was interesting the way that uh, this film was written in the sense that Jackie Chan sort of went to the writers and, and said, I want to include like this, these sequences and stuff like this. Interesting. And, uh, and then uh, you write the story around that. And it kind of mm. just like comes into begs questions like what does matter in these action films? It's like John Wick, I think, kind of operates from a similar thesis where mm-hmm. it's like we want just kick-ass action and kind of the story is an excuse for that. Yeah. So I feel like uh, they're on to something in the sense that it's like the really the quality of the action and stuff like that that really makes these films like endure right. with time rather than having like uh, like a really compelling story yep. or something like that. Um, so I thought that was kind of interesting. I think, I, yeah, I, I like that idea of, of uh, molding a film, action film around uh, or molding the plot around the action uh, but John Wick, I do find it really funny that they couldn't find anything uh, uh, more serious than a puppy getting killed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or kidnapped. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's almost a, I mean, it literally is so, a joke, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but I, I feel like even even then, like, the, the plot really works uh, for for police story, I think, to, to an extent. Yeah. Um, and they do a really good job. Like the way you get thrown right into the middle of it, right at the beginning of the movie, is amazing. They're, they don't they don't fuck around. They're just like, let's set this up. We're we're doing a sting. It goes wrong, and then we just we're gonna destroy this whole slum area or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Right. They just drive cars through and destroy uh, many people's home. I I don't know how that would have worked out if they had. It, it definitely didn't seem like they had set that up. It was literally an actual area, residential area. I, I don't know. I, that's like, a I very good question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, same with the mall, too. It's like they must yeah. have really caused some messes uh, during the nights they were filming there. The mall, though, I feel like there, there are definitely locations that are set up for, for them to do action. Like, uh, I'm sure they, they damaged some stuff, but, like, with slums, I don't know how it works with, like, people living there and, like having to kind of empty out the whole area so you can just go uncontrolled, full tilt, with cars driving right through them is uh, pretty intense. Right, right. I mean, also not to mention dangerous, too. I mean, yeah. one thing I really like about that sequence, too, is like yeah. uh, while they're driving those cars through, which you can tell they're actually driving them through, it's not yeah. like 
a miniature set or anything like that. It's like they're literally driving it, and you see like stunt people jumping off the buildings and stuff like that. Yep. While it's happening, it's like that just oh looks my God. really dangerous, but it's also like amazingly exciting too. Um, and yeah. then that that kind of segues into like this incredible sequence where uh, they're chasing uh, kind of the bus down. And you yeah. and I actually had the pleasure of going to Hong Kong together, and so we yes. we've seen sort of like those big tall like inclines that you get in Hong Kong that oh, that's are very right. distinctive. So it's yeah. like, for me at least, I, I after going to Hong Kong, I, I see this film and I'm like, oh yeah, that makes sense. I, I can sort of sense the geography of like a bus that has to like kind of do uh, switchbacks yes. in order to sort of get up the hill. And yeah, so yeah. like how Jackie Chan's able to catch up by yeah. going down and, and stuff like that. So Or um, drive on narrow roads and stuff. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And yeah. there's like a lot of traffic or... Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously Hong Kong looks a lot different now, but I think it's cool to kind of uh, sort of see that, uh, see that uh, you know, uh, back in 85. Um, one thing, and of course that culminates into like him using the umbrella, which is kind of one of those all-time classic sequences. Yep. Much mimicked, well, at least mimicked most recently in Shang-Chi, uh, yep. where I don't think they use the umbrella, but, you know, it's a yep, sequence yep. very obviously inspired by a police story. Um, and I think they did it fairly well in Shang-Chi, but, you know, I have to say that police story, I think, uh, yeah. is, is a little bit better, uh, yeah, as yeah, far yeah. as those action sequences go. Um, but yeah, I'll take a, I'll take an invitation now and then. Shang-Chi, like that sequence in Shang-Chi was a pleasant surprise, actually. And that sequence, in my opinion, out of the whole movie really stands out. That and the, and them jumping through, uh, the scaffolding in front of the building in Shang-Chi, which also probably is inspired by another Jackie Chan movie. Seems like uh, it, yeah. 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 I mean, that... They that at w- least do it in Rush Hour 2, I think. Okay. Uh, yeah. But if if not other uh, Jackie Chan movies in the past, too. Yeah. That, that was one of the refreshing things for me about Shang-Chi is, like, it feels like they put more effort into some of the action early mm-hmm. and halfway through the film. Uh, yeah. The finale is a bit of a CG fest, which I yeah, didn't yeah. care for, but... The, uh, it's kind of, like... I feel like they just kind of have to do that, given the promise of Marvel. But yeah, 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 we're, yeah. we're here to talk about police story. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, it's just like if you are uh, familiar with uh, kind of these more contemporary Marvel films, then you'll you'll be able to pick that up pretty fast. Um, yeah, I love the opening. Uh, any thoughts on kind of the opening uh, sequence where they kind of go through the shanty town and then. Uh, and then they're hanging. Jackie Chan has to fall with like the uh, umbrella. Uh, they were both amazing sequences. I think the the go- driving through the shanty town was just completely unexpected for me. Uh, actually, the bus sequence was also equally unexpected. Right? You just didn't expect the bad guys to be like, "All right, let's just let's hijack a bus." <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, go through the town. Um, I'm just trying to think if anything specifically stood out. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jackie Chan doing the action sequence with Umbrella of all the other props that he you, you'd you be able to find. Very real prop. Like, yeah, Hong Kong, it probably rains a bunch and there are umbrellas lying around. So, heck yeah. But also taking that to another level is, is just really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the whole beginning sequence is like, I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, when they come crashing down the shantytown, I was like, mm-hmm. what the fuck am I watching? And then, like, it somehow one-ups itself with the umbrella, too, where it's just like one incredible thing after the other, 
where he's like clearly doing that. You see his like legs going up while he's like dodging the cars and stuff like that. It's just a really really uh, fun sequence. Yeah, yeah. They also, I think, did they uh, redo that driving through the shanty town sequence and Bad Boys? I think they did that. Oh yes, yeah, they did. Ba- they've You're done right. it in yeah. Bad Boys. They've done it in at least a couple of other Bollywood movies too. It's just so iconic that like when you watch it um you're like okay they just totally t- took that idea from here and and redid it yeah yeah well and, you you make bad, it yeah you make it sound like jackie chan was fairly popular in india he yeah absolutely he is really well loved uh i i mean i don't people don't know him the way they know in in hong kong and china but like his movies and his art is is really well loved interesting in, 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 in uh-huh. India. And apparently Armor of God. Maybe that's a film that we should uh, do at some point. That's not one I uh, have rewatched probably in the last 10 or 12 years. Uh, I really like the Armor of God movies. Um, uh, Those and and Rush Hours are probably like really, really well known in India of all the Jackie Chan movies. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. I mean, Armor of Gods, I remember they have some pretty incredible stunts in there too. Because that's kind of like the same era of Jackie Chan. I think a few years yes. later, but uh, yes. basically at the same time. So when he was still pretty young and had a lot of uh, Hong Kong resources at his disposal. Yeah. Yeah. Never They never go like super serious the way they, they, they change the whole tone of the movie in, in this one. But yeah. yeah, yeah. But still pretty good. Still really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah. So yeah, I, I love the opening. Um, uh Okay, let's see. What else do we have here? Um, so we have uh, this lawyer scene. Did you know that the uh, Hong Kong lawyers wear wigs? And my follow-up question is, uh, <laughs> should we convince our friend Inyaki to, for us to take him seriously as a lawyer that he needs to put those same wigs on? Absolutely. Inyaki, if you're listening to our podcast, which, of course, being a big fan that you are, you're listening to this right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're um, on our other Jackie Chan episode. There we go. <laughs> You need to wear wigs to to prove to us that you're a real lawyer. <laughs> uh, yeah. So next time I see you on a Zoom, Inyaki, I expect you to be fully wigged out. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. This film is just jam-packed. I was listening to a podcast about Police Story before this, and they're sort of doing the thing where you like go step-by-step step through the plot. I was like, oh, yeah, there's that part, there's that part. There's like lots of little bits. He does, like, the moonwalk for Michael Jackson at some point, where he yeah. steps in poop. Um, he he uh, takes the police captain uh, hostage. I just forget how much is in this film. And the film is only 100 minutes. So I like, for me at least, I like how uh, I think the second police story has sort of this reputation for being a little bit more uneven in pacing. Um, I, like, right. I like the pacing of this overall. Yeah, um, It's well cut, and I think... The the only sequence that I, I I imagine they could even choose to trim, but I I rightfully understand that they don't is is the one where he's like, uh, in, alone in the in the police station and has to deal with like four different phone calls, and I think he doesn't resolve any of them or something like that, right? Yeah, like yeah, he's yeah. talking to his girlfriend and eating ramen or something similar akin Ra- to ramen. Um, yeah, there. with with the pencils, right? With the pencils. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a, uh, I I I understand why they put that in, and although it like doesn't do anything for the plot, it just shows like the charm and the 
the quirkiness of Jackie all the while, like, you know, him doing some silly stunts with a bunch of phones and a, yeah, yeah. and a, and a office chair yeah, yeah. <laughs> rolling around. It, it was pretty great. It's, it's literally a comedy set piece that that's yeah. kind of physically impressive in its own way. too. very impressive. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I agree. It's like, if you're going to cut any scene, you're probably cutting that. Yeah. Um, how do you find that the comedy plays? Um, because here I'll just quickly uh, share my thoughts, uh, is that one thing that I do... So we watched this film together, which mm -hmm. was uh, fun, because I feel like when I'm by myself, I tend to not care for the comedy as much as like watching it with someone else, just because maybe right. the laughter is like a little bit more contagious. Right. It's like your mom popped in a couple times and she was laughing at uh, Jackie Chan in like the cake scene getting caked uh, <laughs> and stuff like that. It's like... I just don't think when I'm on my own, I'm going to laugh at that stuff very much. So it's kind of fun. Uh, for me, at least, the comedy plays much, much better when you're uh, with other people. Uh, but it's like, I don't know if the comedy is the thing that really endures with this film. But uh, I did will say that I kind of had a newfound appreciation for it, kind of watching it with you. Because the previous times I'd seen this film are by myself. Oh, okay. I think uh, people, like, as an Indian viewer, I like movies where it's mostly lighthearted and humorous like i like movies that are serious that are serious for a reason and then when i want when i'm watching action movie i actually want it coupled with humor and that makes it a more enjoyable experience for me um because you're dealing with a lot of action i just don't really care about the all the all the seriousness like die hard is one of the reasons why i like it so much is because there's so much good humor in that movie, mm -hmm. um, and maybe it's not the best example, but like no, it, no, it, no, I totally get what you're saying. I, I, I mean, love Bruce Willis's dry humor that just goes along, right? Um, you know, and his sarcasm and his just tone throughout that movie, right? Where he's pissed off, but it's just funny in a way. And even something like Terminator Two, which yeah. I think is one of the best action food movies from that era too, yes. it's chock full of comedy. Oh like, yeah, there's a lot of like humor oh, between yeah. uh, Edward for for long, for long and, and Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger, like that yeah. film is just a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. It's not too overly serious. Yeah, Schwarzenegger just choosing to blow off people's kneecaps when yeah. when Forlong tells him not to <laughs> not to kill people anymore, and yeah. he's like, okay, I'll just you know uh, cripple people from now on. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, maybe they should have put those two in uh, Sicario three. And... Sicario, <laughs> <laughs> which is which is my definition of kind of the humorless, uh, uh, right? Just very intense though. Right, right, and and I, I like it. I like uh, Sicario in its own way, and it, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's its own thing. Yeah, it's yeah. very different. Um, yeah, I, I feel like films like uh, Die Hard or uh, Terminator Two or Complete Story a little bit more rewatchable because they're not. Uh, overly serious they're not as like intense. you're not you're yeah. not gonna find a bunch of dead bodies in the wall and you'd be like oh i feel kind of bad <laughs> this is pretty dark yeah yeah uh, yeah instead you're gonna have uh uncle bill and and his police playing a very terrible game of darts <laughs> <laughs> that game was intense and i i have to say that uncle bill had some balls on him to be standing right next to the dark dark board and uh you know the bullseye and and be like all right i'm just gonna casually stand here and <laughs> while the this guy throws really terrible aimed darts yeah yeah 
It was like he was thrown with his foot or something. It was like super bad. Was so bad. <laughs> he was just missing it. But <laughs> and then collectively at the end, they both get together and they both throw it. It's like way up. <laughs> yeah, they both throw terribly, yeah. which is great. Um, but it seems like that. I feel like they're just much more fun when I'm watching it with you rather than by myself, by where yourself. I'm like almost like want to fast forward through some of that stuff on my own. Fair so, point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it, I mean, the film is just jam-packed with a lot of just kind of, like, funny scenes, too. I, I yeah. jotted down in my notes a bunch of stuff when yeah. we first watched this film, and I was like, oh, I forgot about that. Like, where he pulls into the parking when he's trying to get there, uh, right. like, right before the courthouse, and, like, it's a pretty impressive stunt, too. And Oh, yeah, that yeah. was a really cool, like, the way he parks, parks in the, in the... Yeah, parking lot before the court sequence. Yeah, yeah, Is exactly. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he stole someone's so, parking spot. Yeah, yeah. Because he's that like impressive. Yeah, yeah. I think that's been stolen and put in either Mr. Bean or like it's been put in something like um, some kind of commercial or something. So like a lot of iconic things in this movie that they've taken and put shoved in something else. Um, the other one was the the car that runs through him and his girlfriend uh, while they were at the, by the uh, phone booth. Oh, that's right. That was a really intense stunt. And like the, the proximity that the car goes through them is pretty amazing that they, they filmed it that way. I, I don't think today people would like, legally they would n probably not, like a production company would just not allow them to film something like this. no 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 and it's played off kind of like a gag too yeah i mean it is a gag it's just, yeah. just like a very dangerous gag, gag. Yeah. it's like everything in this film is just like amped up a little bit in terms of the uh, uh danger um how about the soundtrack how do you find the soundtrack how do you find uh, jackie's scene soundtrack's fun um it's not it i didn't pay a whole lot of attention to the soundtrack that as much uh, maybe maybe you can add more uh, on that front, but it was it it seemed fine. Yeah, That's, yeah. <laughs> like uh, I have a very yeah. non okay, very neutral reaction to it. Okay, I'm not gonna say the soundtrack is great. It's very much of its time of the <laughs> '80s, but it's a very fun upbeat soundtrack uh, that goes da 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 da. There we go. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so yeah, it's just a uh, you know, it, it's one of those that. It's like I hear it on and I'm like, I'm kind of pumped, you know, I'm kind of pumped to do this podcast, you know? Uh, right. Yeah. So I almost listened to it uh, right before we started to record, but I, I forgot to, you know, pump myself up, but that's okay. Uh, I, 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 I'm usually not a huge fan of uh, soundtracks that are coming out of Asia in the 70s and the 80s. Right. Uh, but this one, I, I will say I do uh, genuinely uh, enjoy. That's, that's fair. That's fair. Um... I think as far as comedy goes, I also really like the the shower scene and the mm. like him talking smack about his girlfriend while she's listening, and he he does that like two or three times through the whole sequence before the shower and after during the shower and after. Um, yeah, he gets kicked. I, I think three times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, they have a lot of a lot of kick lying around in Hong Kong, or at least in the eighty-five Hong Kong. <laughs> um, Maggie Chung like does a really job good job as his girlfriend i think like she's really fun to watch on on screen the the brief moments that she's there yeah um <clears throat> yeah yeah it, um yeah it, i'm glad you brought her up because her and bridget lynn are kind of the second and third bills here were there any other obviously this is kind of the jackie chan show so to speak yeah and he's definitely sort of a standout performer were there other people that stood out beyond jackie to you 
Um, it sounds like Maggie Chung a little bit, but anyone else? Uncle Uncle Bill was great, and then like the babyface Inspector, like although he doesn't do a whole bunch of uh, any kind of physical comedy or acting, just his face is <laughs> is so funny. Like the 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 chief chief police inspector or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, Raymond and, and uh, Raymond, and then they use him again in the second movie, like we just noticed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or in Police Story Two. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, the was, funny the funny thing with these movies, too, is we just put Police Story 2 on and it's playing down beneath us. We haven't watched it. Is that I thought I had seen it, but I realized I don't think I've seen Police Story 2 uh, beyond maybe, like, a couple of YouTube clips. And uh, Neither have I, yeah. yeah. I think we should watch it and, and, and... Well, we watched brief moments of it. Obviously, like, by the time uh, they tear through the half the slums and... Uh, go through with the bus not a whole bunch happens in police story too yeah yeah i i I feel like (laughs) i'm I'm critiquing the 20 minutes i've seen in police story too i feel like one thing this film does that is uh it it saves its best for last and it also starts with an absolute banger uh it does and that really hooks you in absolutely yeah you're in for for the whole movie even though it slows down a little bit yeah yeah i mean i think you can still criticize the pacing of this film but it like absolutely nails the beginning and the ending uh, of this movie uh in a way that does not seem to happen in uh police story too um yeah okay uh yeah i like uncle bill too he's got like one of the just those very memorable faces he he feels like an uncle bill too uh um yeah supposedly i think uh samuel hong who is uh, kind of uh, jackie chan's sort of like uh uh one of his brothers in, in, in some sense, some sense. Uh, was uh, just found him in like a horse track gambling or something like that. So uh, it's kind of cool. They, that's how they found Uncle Bill? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. He's was, he was like a big horse gambler or something. And like I, I can totally see that. He looks That's, like a horse gambler to you. I, horse gambler? I don't know. Like I, I've seen the betting type. on the racetracks. <laughs> yeah, He's, he seems like a fun guy. I would like, I would yeah, hang yeah. out with Uncle Bill. Yeah. Another crazy thing. I about, mean, you you've got to be a gambling man if you're standing next to. A uh, dartboard where somebody's throwing badly. <laughs> that's, that's true. Um, yeah, another crazy thing about this film, too, is you think about the physicality and the amount that they are putting their bodies through uh, during some of these physical stunts, too. Um, supposedly, Jackie Chan was filming the mall scenes at night, which makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. But he was also, during the day, he was filming another movie, Heart of Dragon, with Sam Hung. So oh. it's just insane that the guy was doing too and like preparing for like this crazy stunt down a pole oh while he's gosh. shooting a different movie during the day. Wow. So he's just insanely prolific uh, during this period. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Jackie Chan's done like a crazy amount of movies. So yeah, he's very prolific. Right, um, right. Compared to like like the big alister stars that we see today who come out with like maybe a movie every two years Right, right. In, in, at least in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. Although I think, like, actors in India also have been fairly prolific in, the, in, in that they sometimes very often do multiple movies a year. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we were just complaining that Leo wasted his, like, one movie every year on Don't Look Up. So it's like... Yeah, that uh, was a very disappointing movie, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, coming back, what else... Did we, did we want to talk about um, this film um, feels very 80s that's true like I guess 
just soundtrack and everything. I mean, it's an 80s movie, but like it's very iconic 80s. Yeah. Uh, the outfits are very much like that. Um, a lot of the music cues also music. where it like just yeah. does the like kind of on the nose on the a little nose. bit for uh, for contemporary times, but also yeah. kind of charming in, in a way. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like some of the horror movie stuff where they kind of like have like the fake Jason with like the mask coming after them. Oh, it's that's like right. clearly inspired by like kind of Halloween, Friday the 13th, those sorts of things. That was pretty great actually. Yeah. Even uh, that sequence was great in, in him trying to convince the convince Bridget Lynn's character to go back to his place and then eventually her finding out that that's his uh buddy subordinate or buddy yeah 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 <laughs> um great yeah yeah and i mean i i think the last thing i had on the list is just a brief conversation about the finale which i yeah. thought was incredible uh just going to the mall and are you familiar with um donna the dead yeah okay yeah. well i i have i've seen Shaun of the dead more than i have seen donna the dead okay but i know it's a zombie movie and they go they go pretty intense, right? Insane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's most notable. There's the original by Romero and the remake. Right. And uh, the original especially has a lot of satirical qualities. But it's famous because it's set in a shopping mall. And okay. so I thought it's kind of... And so one of the fun things with that film is just seeing all the different stuff that they can get in the mall. And it's sort of making comments on consumerism and stuff like that. Uh -huh. I don't think Police Story is doing the same thing. But... Uh, I do think both of those films have both Police Story and Dawn of the Dead have a right. lot of fun with just like the different items and stuff that you're picking out uh, from the mall and like all the glass they're breaking. At one point, there's like a motorcycle gets driven around. Yes, someone gets tossed down that like middle thing in the escalator, which is oh, insane. Yeah, yeah. Um, which you can no longer do because they have those because people do, did that a whole bunch and now all the escalators have because we outlawed fun. Yes, <laughs> that's right. We outlawed fun. Uh, bring back the 80s. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, people are like running the wrong way on escalators. Uh, there's like, uh, every, everything is like a weapon too. I think Royal yes. Warriors does a good job of just having like lots of different props where we're just swinging different stuff at people and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Police story absolutely as well. Yeah. Um, just people are, are swinging through glass. Yeah. Uh, there's shopping carts and stuff. Uh, like I think Chor Yuan, who was the bad guy, gets beaten up and ends up like his ass first into a shopping cart. Uh, so um, I just love the different items uh, in, uh, that they're able to pick up in the mall and just sort of uh, have fun with. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They they shatter so much glass that you're just surprised how how they're how are they finding so much more unshattered glass panes in the mall, like. You just broke some glass in the last scene. Now you're like breaking another glass pane in this scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just pretty intense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, this is where they definitely break the most amount of glass. It's just insane yeah. how much uh, stuff is just breaking. It's like almost like, oh, there's another piece of glass. Let's go fight over there. <laughs> it's like I'm going to do a toss you through that display case. Um, yeah, but uh, I love how just fast. The rhythms, the brutal brutality. There's a lot of hand to hand in this too, mm -hmm. uh, which is something you don't get in the uh, initial uh, chase scene where Jackie Chan yeah. is going. So I like uh, kind yeah. of that you have. There's actually like the last sequence. There's almost no shooting, right? It's just all hand to hand, right? And right. that's generally like that's the iconic Jackie in, in that, like there's very little or almost no gun use, and it's all hand to hand and like 
Right, right. That's what we love and yeah, yeah. enjoy. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't want to speak for you, but that's personally what my strong preference is, is to have more uh, hand-to-hand and less, uh, yeah. less gunplay and stuff like that. Yes. And I do like the I way... I mean, that's why I go go for Jackie Chan movies, right? Like, that's one of the big reasons why... why uh, sorry, I think I cut you off. No, 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 like no, that, that, That's why I, I put on a Jackie Chan movies for, you know, like, really well-choreographed well and a lot of hand-to-hand exactly. uh, combat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because like his gifts are not like pointing a gun and shooting or something like that. It's it's absolutely more of the hand to hand and seeing like the great athleticism and physicality and just the way yes. that he uses different stunts. He's like just incredibly gifted at uh, at what he does. Um, okay, well I think that's most of uh, the stuff in my uh, list. Do you have any other things you want to share about uh, kind of the finale or anything in general? Uh, about the film, I think watch the film. We, I loved it. I would, I would rewatch it any day. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, and uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, Jackie Chan rules. Yeah, it's one of those two where it's like, even if you don't watch the film, watch the YouTube clips. It's like <laughs> it's just uh, incredible. Right. It's like I think the three scenes that I would pull out are the opening, the finale, and probably the one where they're like, uh, like people are like jumping through cars in the middle. You know which one I'm talking about? Like jump through the cars. Um, so remember, he's a, oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. like yeah. after his friend yes. and like fake scares, yes. and then they actually run into them for uh, the villains for real. Right in the driveway, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's a fun uh, sequence, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Where they, uh, oh yeah, two car, two cars, uh, yeah, front and back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good action sequence. Cool. Uh, right on. Yeah, I mean, I I'll just echo everything you said. Watch the yes. film. Uh, any winners and losers of the movie? Um, Jackie Chan, hands down, the winner, like, you know, doing his own productions, production, being able to, like, you know, pull such ridiculous stunts and still come out alive, <laughs> uh, and, and obviously, like, you know, topping the box office and all that. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, becoming the, y- y- you told me, right, like, this is the, the, this, the song that he sung for saying for this movie essentially is the police recruiting song yeah in hong kong which is impressive yeah cool and totally not unbelievable right like i would to- i you i'm you not sign surprised up for the police all. if you're the song you know dun, that's right dun, dun. Appar- apparently hong kong like or uh sorry a- apparently jackie chan was asked like if you weren't a movie star what would you be and he would he would he said that like if he hadn't become a successful movie star he would have gone into um uh, police, huh? So that was his like second alternative. Interesting. Which yeah. is uh, the Blue Lives Matter yeah. sort of guy. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if that like, yeah. Without getting into the politics of it all. But, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Seriously. Uh, but yeah, he's like yeah. that. You know, like it shows that his love for the police and like his love for what. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, loser Jackie Chan's fingertips. Probably and his pelvis. Yes. Yes. And uh, yeah. all I would not want to be Jackie Chan's body. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jackie Chan living in a world of pain these days, probably. Yeah. Well, I, I don't like know. hearing about those stunts and how much Jackie Chan got hurt. I'm, I'm like, man, even the bad guy didn't get beaten up that much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, winner, uh, glass. Whoever sold glass for this film. Yes. <laughs> 
they've, they've there's got to be something like maybe they just figured out that was the year they perfected like the the movie Shattering Glass where you don't get hurt or something. Yeah. They're just like we're going to use a lot of it. Right, right. Yeah. I would like to be in that business in in 85 in Hong Kong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if the business yeah. is what it used to be yeah. uh, now that Jackie Chan and, is much older, yeah. but yeah. uh that, yeah. That's what you do, and then like you take all that money, and then you you know invest into uh, farming avocados after that. <laughs> farming avocados. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just yeah, just two lucrative businesses. Stay tuned for uh, our our. This film is uh, this this podcast yeah. is sponsored by Investing with Me. Investing in avocados. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know I'm really feeling good about the avocado market. You know the yeah. commodities of. Uh, yes. You know it's a good season where we're yes. getting a bit of a drought in Mexico, so uh, yes. I really anticipate the price to. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> you really went on there. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, I th I think that's just about it. Any last words, me? Love the movie. Watch it. Um, we will come back with another Jackie Chan movie at some point. Yeah, maybe Armor God, maybe Police Story Two. We'll see. Uh, yeah. We'll see which one we like more. Yeah. Or, or Rush Hour. Oh, that's true. Rush Hour. Jackie, Lee, Lee. <laughs> Chris uh, Tucker. Chris Tucker uh, famously often uh, messed up his lines because he called Jackie Chan Jackie, even though his name was Inspector Lee in the <laughs> movie. Well, so, in, uh, he ru ruined many takes. Famously in, enough. In his defense, uh, Jackie in the dubs is often just credited as Jackie, Jackie and stuff. That's true. So, which is one of those Hong Kong tropes that I kind of like, where they're just like, do we need to come up with names? Eh. <laughs> Michelle is Michelle. Jackie is Jackie. Good Oops. to go. Good to go. Let's yeah. do it. All right. Well, thank you all for tuning in to the Category 3 podcast. Uh, we will see you all next time. It was great talking to you. Bye. Bye.